Hello and welcome to another episode of the Championship Amateur Podcast. This week I wanted to dig a bit deeper into a discussion which started on Discord last week ahead of Game Week 28, which concerned the spread of points amongst players across their home and away fixtures. Uh, it's fairly well known that home advantage is a big positive in this game. That's largely because the majority of teams play with an attacking mentality in all their home matches, while many teams switch to normal or even defensive for their away fixtures, which obviously means they attack more when they play at home. Um, obviously then, if a team is more attacking and playing with an attacking mentality, they're more likely to score more goals. And also, if they're against a team who are not attacking back at them, the defenders should, in theory, have less defending to do and, as a result, face fewer shots. Um, looking at the match reports um, and the streams, etc., I think we can generally see that many teams getting close to double figures um, when they're playing at home for shots, and they face about an average of five um, from the visiting team. Um, that's especially in matches when the visiting team are not one of those with a higher team reputation. So I think from that we can say 10 or more shots at home and they face five or shots back at them. I think is a fairly fairly general average. Um, so based on this set of circumstances, it will be easy to assume that the majority of players, therefore, can be relied upon to perform better in their home matches and get a higher proportion of their points in home games. I think that's fair to assume. But um, this is what I've been looking at this week and using one of Lordy Leroy's data sites to cross-reference all of these numbers used, I've got the following conclusions. So I'll, I'll jump straight into the findings. And I've picked out 12 players who I especially wanted to highlight, primarily because they are well-owned players. So I thought it would be useful for a decent number of managers when considering who to bench each week. And there are also a few little interesting differentials I wanted to point out. So across our sim, there are 427 players who have featured in both home and away matches uh, this season for their clubs. 283 of that 427 have scored more points at home, as you would expect. And 116 have scored more points away. And strangely, 28 have scored exactly the same home and away. Now, obviously, there are many players in this list that are fairly pointless um, when looking at the conclusions. For example, um, there's players like Shola Ramiobi, two home points and two away points. So he's one of the evens, but um, say two and two doesn't really offer a lot of difference. You've got Emerson as well at Man United, who's barely played and quite a lot of others that have got less than 10 points in home and away matches. So not many with big points. But I say there are still plenty of interesting players to consider in more detail. So I'll start with a selection of those who get the majority of their points at home and sort of compare them to how well they do away. So we'll start with David Unsworth. Um, he's 28% owned David Unsworth, and he's got 126 points so far in our sim. Um, 93 points at home which is 19 more than any other defender, and just 23 points away. So it's a 70-point swing between his home points and his away points. That's the biggest swing of anyone um, in the sim and in this data. So you're 93 at home, 23 away. So digging a little bit deeper into his numbers at home, he's only got three clean sheets as well to contribute towards his 93 points. So there's five defenders that have got eight clean sheets, and that includes Michael Gray of Sunderland. So he's way behind on clean sheets compared to others. Um, he's got 23 points of bonus in home games. That's joint top for defenders with Southgate. Uh, 45 key tackles, which is comfortably more than anyone else. 13 more than Colin Cooper. Uh, 41 key headers, which is second only to Jolie and Lescott. So you can, it's clear that key tackles and key headers, those combined, are really ramping up his bonus um, and helping him sit top of that. But clearly it's the goals that swing it. So he's got seven goals at home. 
the next most from a defender is three. So it's it's those penalties that are pretty much ensuring he gets loads of home points, maybe skewing this data slightly, and, pr- and probably really ensuring that his points total is more than what it should be at this stage. When we compare that to away, he's only got one bonus point in away game. So that's compared to 23 at home. He's only won 15 key headers away compared to 41 at home. 14 key tackles away compared to 45 at home. Uh, hasn't kept a clean sheet away yet, Unsworth. So no clean sheets and one bonus point, only one goal. So sort of going over that again, there's clearly a few penalties in there that have inflated his home numbers. And I think now he is not the must-own that I think a lot of people view him as. And certainly if he's playing away, you want to probably be benching him more than playing him if you can. Um, obviously, he's, he's, he's not a bad one to start in away games if you've got no one else because he has got that potential to take a penalty. But I think you are looking at two points more often than not when you pick him in an away game because you are relying on that pen. He's not getting bonus. He's not getting clean sheets. So just something there. Play him at home every week. He's obviously got a plum home game this week. Some may even want to captain him, bearing in mind he's probably going to get mad on the match. And um, the clean sheet, I think, against Leicester is one of the more likely this week. So I think he's an outsider for a possible captain this week. But um, play him in all the home games, bench him in all the away games, is my theory with Unsworth. And if you've got a wild card still left, I don't think he's a guarantee in there. I think up till now, a lot of people would have probably just stuck him in and assumed that he was one to definitely include. But um, for me, he's not. But he is very good at home. Um, Second on this list for home players is Ronald De Boer. Um, 34% owned Ronald De Boer, 140 points in total, 102 points at home of that. That's second in midfield, only to Varon, and 38 points away. So it's a 64-point swing. He's second in his in the swing list, we'll call it, behind Unsworth. So again, breaking down his numbers, eight goals at home for De Boer. That's again second only to Varon across the midfielders. He's 26 shots at home. is more than any other midfielder. Um, he's got 14 on target of those shots. That's joint second behind Zepeda. Strangely also is joint second with 14 shots on target at home is Salakovic and Danny Murphy. Now, Salakovic especially is um, quite under-owned and is largely flattered to deceive. But he is shooting quite a lot at home. 14 shots on target in home games, second in midfield only to Zepeda for Salakovic. So one to maybe keep an eye on, especially if he carries on playing up front um, in the latter half of the season. Um, so I think it, from this time, so 14 shots on target the board uh, um, uh, 26 and 8 goals I think he's been slightly lucky that seems like quite a high percentage to me of his shots on target that are going in um, you could argue that he's playing centre forward so it's possible he's getting should we say better chances because he's shooting from better positions than other midfielders maybe but just I, I would expect him to maybe digress a little bit in the second half of the season and maybe not keep up this scoring ratio um, only 12 points of bonus at home for De Boer as well, which puts him joint six amongst midfielders. Um, looking at his away games, De Boer, so it's two goals away compared to eight at home. Um, only 13 shots, so half from the 26 he had at home. On shots on target down from six to uh, from 14 to six. Assists are down from six to one, and bonus down from 12 to two. Interesting this week, he's obviously away to Cholton. A lot of people are bigging this up as a, as a big game for him. The Leaks told us he's not playing up front. I would argue he's a definite candidate to bench this week. I'm be, I've got him first sub this week. I'll be happy if he comes on, but I'm not expecting anything from him. And his away numbers are obviously a lot worse than his home numbers. This could be explainable because Blackburn obviously play a wider 
variety of formations away, including that dreaded 7-2-1 where they defend a bit more, more defensive mentality, etc. And I think in general, they're one of the, the um, teams that, as we say, their tactics are more defensive than others in, in away games as well. So I think any Blackburn asset, or any Blackburn attacking asset is less likely to do well away. Um, so again, he's another one a bit like Hunsworth that's a good own. He's, he's good value for his price point, but I think he is a bit of a home game bully, shall we say. In away games, he literally doesn't do very much. So it's just something to bear in mind there. Obviously, just touched on Veron there when talking about um, the ball, so I'll do him next. 27% ownership for Veron. 193 points total, so already closing on that magical 200 point, and we've still got what is it, eight or so game weeks left. Uh, 128 of these points at home, so 26 more than any other midfielder. Um, 65 points away, so a 63-point swing home and away. I think this number has closed up a little bit. Veron was awful away for the first load of away games. I think he's got a little bit, uh, a little bit better lately, but still a big gap between his home and away numbers. So um, he is actually quite interesting. So I'll go, I'll go through the numbers now, Veron. Obviously, nine goals at home is the most for a midfielder. But 23 shots is joint third for midfielders uh, and 13 on target is joint seventh. So he's had 13 shots on target at home and nine have gone in. That's obviously a very high proportion of his shots going in. I don't know, he's got 20 for long shots and his finishing is quite good. Maybe he's getting shots from sort of the just inside the box or something. But will that number keep going? I'm not sure. I think that's quite a high number of his shots going in. Eight assists as well. So that's the most for home players. 24 key passes for those eight assists. That's second. Lee Hendry from Aston Villa, 30 key passes in home games for 5.5 million. He's one to, I think he, I almost included him on this list and I didn't, but he's another one who's massively good at home and not very good away. So I think he's another one that's in quite a few squads for this week that people are um, weighing out what to do with him. Again, his away numbers aren't great, but at home he's a bit of a beast for key passes. Um, so another one to consider in that sort of rotation of home versus away. And Veron, um, 25 bonus points at home, which is the most Zeppeda's next best on 20. And then it's a gap to 16. So he's comfortably the best midfielder for, for home bonus. This is where it gets interesting, though, in away games. So, as I said, 65 points away compared to 128 at home. Uh, seven midfielders have got more away points than Veron. Three goals compared to nine. I think that's understandable, but... He's had 29 shots away compared to 23 at home. So six more shots in away games and he's scored a third of the goals. Um, the only other two midfielders who have more than 20 away shots are Carboni and Petkoff. So he's shooting the most. Also, he's had 18 shots on target in away games compared to 13 at home. That's again the most. So three goals from 18 shots on target away compared to... What did I say it was at home? Um, some ridiculous number, wasn't it? Nine goals from thir- so nine goals from thirteen at home, and then three from eighteen away. Um, again, is he just shooting from a bit further out in away games? You say long shots are still twenty, so maybe you've got numbers that are too good to be true at home, and maybe not good enough away. So maybe we can expect a bit more from running away games for the second half of the season. Only four assists for Ron also in away games compared to eight at home. That's joint ninth for a cross midfielders. Gary Till, for example, at Sunderland's got more away assists than Veron. Um, and then 10 key passes in away games compared to 24 at home. Um, joint 17th for midfielders, a key pass in the way. I'll get to Ryan Giggs later because he's strangely does better away than at home. Um, so maybe it's Giggs that does a lot of the uh, playmaking in away games and Veron 
in the home games. Just something to think about there. And then also eight bonus points in away games for Veron compared to 25 at home. Big drop off there. Zepeda, for example, has got 20 bonus points in away games. So I think Veron, if you own him, you're not going to bench him, obviously, in away games. And I think his goal should improve in the games that are, the weeks that are remaining. But his other avenues to points are a lot we- a lot weaker away. So in terms of bonus and assists and things like that. Um, so it's a curious case that he's shooting more and scoring less. Um, I don't know if just because Man United have that, that dominance at home because teams tend to go ultra-defensive against them because of their high rep, that he just basically gets in and around the box all the time. I haven't worked, looked as well, to be fair, with whether his little up arrow is always there in home and away games. Maybe there's something in that, that his little up arrow um, is more common at home and, again, allows him to get into more attacking positions. And so I think as a playmaker, he can dominate those home games because teams just sit back and he gets a load of the ball in the final third around the edge of the box, etc., where he can shoot. Um, also, I guess it's worth touching on that he's on set pieces a lot um, now because Beckham has lost his pace to Chadwick. And I'm going to assume, again, without knowing for definite, Man United get a lot more dangerous free kicks in home games, which may lead to a high number of assists from him. But, say, I think the, the big takeaway from him is just the amount of shooting in away games and not scoring. So something to bear in mind there. Fourth player um, here is Mark Viduka. So 15% owned, uh, 161 points in total, 103 at home compared to 58 away. So a 45-point swing home versus away for Viduka for points. So at home, he's got eight goals, which puts him joint eighth among forwards. He had 38 shots, which puts him joint fifth. 23 shots on target at home, which is pretty good. Fifth again. The interesting name on this list was Paolo Wanchop, who's third uh, for shots on target in home games. So one to bear in mind there if Man City have a good run of games. I think he's probably a little bit under the radar because he seems to have had quite a quiet sim. But may pick up. He is shooting a lot, Wanchop. Um, where Vaduka is getting more of his points, six assists at home, which is the most. And 27 points of bonus at home, which again is the most. So Vaduka, if he can up his goal tally, joint eight, if you'd like to think he could. Um, he's already got top assist, top for bonus. So a few more goals and the the, um, the points will be rolling in for him. So one to bear in mind in the latter half of the season if Leeds have got some good home games. Then away, so for Vaduka, so 58 points compared to 103. Only four goals compared to the eight at home, um, which puts him joint 10th amongst strikers with only four goals. He's obviously got Newcastle away this week. So he's an interesting one whether you, whether you keep him or move him on because his away numbers aren't great. Um, 25 shots away compared to 38 at home. That's joint ninth amongst strikers. So for a second, the most expensive striker in the game is 10th for goals away and ninth for shots away. Put it into context, he's had 25 shots. Heide Helgerson at Watford's third on this list with 34. Um, it gets even worse here for Maduka. 13 shots on target away compared to 23 at home. Joint 13th amongst strikers. And three assists compared to six and 11 bonus points compared to 27. So definitely not putting his weight in away games for Duca. Um, but at home he's doing kind of okay. But again, not numbers that you would expect for the second most expensive striker in the sim. Re- relying a lot on, again, on bonus and on assists. So he's obviously still a good asset. He's been priced as the second most expensive striker for a reason. But his numbers probably at the moment aren't justifying that. Um I don't know if his input's limited, especially in away games, because Leeds play normal. Or I think they play quite defensive in the big away games. I think last year, from memory, they were a lot more attacking in away games. 
I still think there'll be games to target with Viduka, but I think Leeds have been a generally frustrating own for a lot of people at the best of times. Um, and his numbers aren't as good as likes of Van Nistelrooy, Henri, etc. Phillips. So maybe one to swerve. I've still got him. Um, I'm going to keep him as a bit of a differential because his ownership is quite low compared to other premiums and hopefully he comes good. But the numbers so far in our team aren't backing that up. Um, the last home player I'm going to look at now is Dion Dublin, so another striker. Strangely, only 10% owned, which I think makes him quite a big differential considering that I think many view him as near essential at his price point amongst the people that are going with that third cheaper striker. I think a lot of people now view Dublin as an essential in that price bracket and a good balance off a trade-off with Veron if you're going to go with him in midfield. So have your two premium strikers, have Veron as a premium midfield and then Dublin allows that to happen. I think Luke said it on stream a few... Oh, I've definitely seen him say it somewhere, maybe on the Discord, that he views almost Dublin now as close to an essential. But still only 10% owned, which I, which I was quite surprised about. 120 points total for Dublin. 80 at home and 40 away. So obviously their 40-point swing. So his home numbers, 11 goals, which puts him joint third, um, which is quite high for a 6 million striker. Um, again, I think this... His other attacking numbers aren't brilliant, though. So 33 shots, which puts him 8th. 20 shots on target, 10th amongst strikers, just the one assist. And 15 bonus points, which puts him joint ninth. I think a caveat to this is obviously he hasn't played every game. Balaban has switched in and out with him. So he could mark some of these numbers up slightly um, if he'd played every game like some of the other strikers on this li- um, in the sim. Then he may have been a bit higher ranked in some of these. But he's clearly doing very well in home games, at least. Moving on to the away games. So 40 points compared to 80. Four goals down from 11. 12 shots down from 33, which is very low, actually. 12 shots in away games. Only six shots on target so far across the whole sim for Dublin compared to 20 at home. And only four bonus points down from 15. I think it's fair to say that in general, I think Aston Villa are having quite a bad away sim. I think their defensive numbers, like the clean sheets you'd expect from the likes of Melbourne, haven't materialised. I think they were, I think Luke said before, they were a team that's fluctuated quite wildly, sim to sim. Sometimes they'd concede 40, sometimes they concede 70. And I would assume it's the same for goals. So I think Villa is one of the, their weaker sims, shall we say. And it may be rubbing off on Dublin. So in away games, just 12 shots so far, just six on target so far and four goals. So a very high uh, conversion rate. Four goals from six shots on target. They also got Watford away this week. I think any striker that's not playing a premium team away, I think you kind of feel obliged to play. So I wouldn't. I'm not saying bench Dublin, but it's not. It's not the greatest week for him, especially if if people have got free transfers. You look at it like Rod Wallace at home to Millwall, for example. I'd expect Wallace to comfortably outscore Dublin this week, but who knows? He says he's got quite a high conversion rate. And he's probably a better long-term hold. But um, don't expect miracles from him away, in away games. Um, moving on now to the opposite end of the spectrum. These strange uh, collection of players that seem to do better away than they do at home. So I'll start with Hamilton Rickard. Only 3% owned. I can't believe. he's probably. I would argue he's the best 8.5 million striker. He's probably the best mid-price striker in the whole game. And he's only 3% owned. I'm going to assume it's because most people are going down the route of two premiums and a cheap. So no one's really um, owning strikers in sort of those middling price points. But 3% ownership is crazy for Ricard, who's really good. Uh, 129 points total for him so far. 
this is incredible this so 40 40 points at home and 89 points away so we'll call it minus 49 point swing home versus away so we'll start with the away games with this group of players so 89 points only van nistelrooy amongst strikers has got more away points 11 goals away for ricard again only van nistelrooy has got more 32 shots which puts him fifth amongst forward and 22 shots on target which is third only behind van nistelrooy and Henri for away shots and then 13 points of bonus, which puts him fourth. So in away games, Ricard's incredible. Middlesbrough have got a really strange fluctuation where Boxwich is killing it in home games and Ricard in away games. I've got a theory for that in a minute that I'll touch on. I'll just do his home numbers first. So again, 40 points compared to 89. Amongst strikers, 40 points means Ricard's a 35th best striker in home games, which he's way better than that. You've got to expect an, sort of a, an upswing in his performances at home. In the second half of the year, there's not 34 better strikers at home in our sim than Hamilton Ricard. Only two goals at home compared to 11 away. 18 shots compared to 32 away. 13 shots on target compared to 22 away. That puts him outside the top 20 in both of those metrics. And then 11 points of bonus compared to 13. Again, he had a little injury earlier in this season, which may have been marking down his numbers slightly. And I think that the bigger reason is probably this rotation with Zepeda. So I think Luke touched on it in, in season one with Alan Johnson when he was playing right midfield. The in-game, Ricard um, starts as the right forward. And in-game, people switch positions quite a lot. And Ricard does have the ability to play right midfield. And Johnson then and Zepeda now have the ability to play up front. So it's probably a higher likeliness without, we wouldn't know for definite without running the, seeing the sim play through live. But I wouldn't be surprised if Ricard, at least in home games, is spending a fair chunk of each match out on the right wing whilst uh, Zeppeler instead plays up front, which then can be used to sort of promote why Zeppeler's numbers are so good and then maybe why Ricard's numbers isn't. And I, I guess it's possible in away games, this doesn't happen as much, but again, that's a hunch more than um, knowing for definite. But yeah, crazy swing here for Ricard. Um, and Boxit doesn't have the same swing. And that's interesting because Boxit doesn't have the ability to play on the wing, so won't be swapping positions with Alan Johnson or anyone else playing left midfield. So maybe something in that that, yeah, the Boxit plays all games up front and Ricard is spending more time not playing up front in home games. While Zepeda is, maybe promote Zepeda as a home option a bit more. Move on to Ryan Giggs next. So I mentioned him earlier when I was talking about Varon. Giggs, strangely, 7% ownership, which is really low again, but understandable considering he's been, seems to have been quite quiet in our sim. 110 points for Giggs, 39 at home compared to 71 away. So again, minus 32 point swing there. The reason for Giggs doing so well away is nine assists. So no player in our game has got more assists in either their home or their away matches than his Giggs tally of nine in his away matches so probably Man United's chief creator in away games um, nine assists he's only managed actually 14 key passes in away games which puts him seventh he's had 14 shots which puts him 10th amongst midfielders um, just eight shots on target of those 14 two goals which is only one less than Veron to be fair in away games and eight bonus points which is the same as Veron and joint fifth amongst midfielders um it's these, I think those numbers are probably more like what you would expect from Giggs. I think those are probably on point. If you'd have asked me at the start of the year what he's going to get, 9-10 assists away, he's probably fairly reasonable expectation. I've seen him get over 20 assists before in Sims. So he's having, he's having that good run away. But at home, his numbers are dreadful. So one, one home assist compared to nine 
away. 13 key passes, though, compared to 14 away. So in terms of creativity, he's putting the same number of key passes through. Um, but strange to not being converted to the same level, so one compared to nine assists. Just five shots at home for Giggs compared to 14 away. And one goal, six bonus points as well compared to eight. The bonus points is semi-understandable, I think, because Van Nistelrooy hogs so much bonus in home games. I think Veron's clearly having a big influence in home games. And then you've got Sylvester getting forward and other few players, York, occasionally performing well. So I think home bonus is really hard to compete with Van Nistelrooy and Veron for Man United. So I'm not surprised his bonus is quite low at home gigs. But his goal tally is definitely low. One goal and one home assist is, is very poor by his standards. Um, so something to bear in mind will, will we get an improvement in that in the remaining games for Man United at home probably I, I, I guess though he's still quite a hard person to own because of his price because Veron is so much more reliable so anyone that wants to take a punt uh, wants a bit of a differential um, Giggs' away numbers are incredible uh, if he can get anywhere near that at home he'll get some points in the, the remaining weeks of the season uh, next away player to look at is Galley. So 21% owned. Obviously, that's anyone that wants a 4 million defender that plays. 71 points total for Galley. That's 22 at home and 49 away. So a minus 27 point swing there. Um, the reason being, so away, Galley's got three clean sheets compared to one at home. Um then in terms of bonus, he's got 12 away, um, which is very good for a defender. The most a defender's got is 15 bonus points in away games. Galley's got 12, and he's only got seven bonus at home. Key tackles is in the top 10 uh, away, 20. Uh, Ramon, interesting, him and Vega are both very good here for Watford. So 20 key tackles for for Galley that puts him in the top 10 for defenders. Vega also in the top 10, and both of them have got 24 key headers, which puts them joint fifth. Compare that to at home, um, Galley with 14 key tackles compared to 20 and 10 key headers compared to 24. This is a complete switch from what we saw with Unsworth earlier in these in these numbers. I'm guessing here the reason for this is Galley has very high positioning and I think his other attributes are quite different to, to Unsworth. And I'm assuming these attributes may kind of lend themselves better to defending when a team's more under the cosh and soaking up pressure. So good positioning allows him to win more headers, key, key tackles, because he's positioned so well. And he, obviously in away games, he's got more players around in the team, a bit more compact, a bit more defensive, where he um, doesn't get isolated so much. At home, Watford attack versus everyone. That's their mentality. And he has got, a, obviously he's like 39, 40, whatever he is, got a lack of pace. So my assumption is that he's not good enough to defend well when he's exposed, sort of one-on-one defending. So at home, that means that Watford find it hard to keep clean sheets playing him, um, and they're generally more attacking. I mean, I say he's got less protection from other people around him, in a way that isn't quite so uh, noticeable. So, I would imagine most people when they own Galley would think he's one. Oh, maybe had to play him in the odd home game. Certainly a bench option away games. It seems like it should be the opposite with Galley. Um, if he's playing away, he should be more likely to play him than when he's at home. Interesting, obviously for this week they've got Villa. Um, if people have got him and Dublin, which one do you pick? Because Dublin's away numbers are poor and Galley's home numbers are poor. It seems like I would argue Dublin's more likely to score than Galley is to keep a clean sheet. So I'd play Galley of, um, I'd play Dublin of those two. But uh, just something to bear in mind there for Galley owners. 
Um, next one I want to touch on is Larson, which I t- I've touched on Vaduka earlier, being much better at home than he is away. Larson's the opposite. He's not really a fair case to argue because he hasn't been in the game very long, but 19% ownership, just a rough comparison of his points. He's got 47 so far, 13 at home compared to 34 away, so a 21-point swing already for Larson, home versus away. I think he's played two home matches uh, for his 13 points and four away matches for his 34 points. Um, so not equal home and away, but still probably enough there to consider. So goals-wise, it's four away compared to two at home, 10 shots away compared to eight at home, seven shots on target away compared to three at home, two assists away with none at home, and five points of bonus compared to one at home. Um, so his three biggest hauls so far have all been in, in the away games. He, he does shoot quite um, quite a lot at home. I think he's had four shots in both of his home matches, but obviously not getting the returns for those. And it's away games where he's doing the most damage. Uh, it's quite interesting for me this week because I own both. And um, I've got a decision to make. I think I want to get rid of one of them for someone else. So I've got to decide which one to sell. They're obviously away to Newcastle. So the stats say that I should keep Larson. Uh, he's performing better away than he is at home where Vaduka isn't. Um, so I've got a decision to make on that, whether I back these stats or not. So um, something to bear in mind there for those that do own both. Or um, even if you just own one, Larson's away numbers are better at home. So he's probably a keep this week away to Newcastle. Last away player I wanted to touch on here is Gary Doherty. Um, 28% owned Doherty, tw- only 66 points so far. That's 28 at home, 38 away, so 10-point swing there for Doherty. I haven't gone deep into his numbers, which is really hard, because he obviously plays some games in defence and some games up front, which makes it really awkward for him to um, to compare him to other defenders, for example. But just a few little noticeable things. His only clean sheet's been in an away game so far. And I'm guessing it was that away game the other week when, was it Leeds? When everyone benched him, because I think we had the leak that he was playing in defence and there was a way to Leeds. No one expects anything, and I think he got they won two 0 when he got max bonus. So that's just the only clean sheet he's got, and everyone benched him for it. Um, in terms of obviously most people care about what his attacking numbers are like because we we own him because he sometimes plays up front. Um, he shoots about the same home and away, so I think you just always play him if you own him, and just hope. So for example, at home he's had eight shots, four on target. Away seven shots, five on target. Not really much to read into there. I think the one thing that is probably worth bearing in mind, I think goals, he's only had, say, nine shots on target in the whole sim so far. So goals might not be as likely as we may hope or expect them to be. I think because we've seen a 4.5 million striker playing up front, we get all excited that we're going to get big returns from him. He's not actually shooting all that much. Um, he's obviously got the, the possibility of scoring more than most other defenders, which, say, makes you live in hope and expectation. And... Again, I I was probably one championing the most earlier in the year that he was the one essential player. I, I think I've calmed down a bit on that now. I think he is. I don't think he's essential anymore. Uh, these numbers suggest that he's not going to score all that many goals. Um, I suppose the only difference is he's only four. But he's not like he's six million and you're picking him because he might play up front. He's four point five million. What do you expect from a four point five million defender? And there's not really any alternatives that threaten him at that price point I don't think there's anyone you desperately want instead if there is a 4.5 million defender that can get your clean sheet and bonus I think that's probably more reliable than Doherty getting bonus and scoring so just something to bear in mind but I think you still I think he's still the best 4.5 to own you just play him every week and accept that most weeks you'll probably get two points but occasionally you'll get a big haul out of him then the last two players to touch on are two in the list that have got equal home and away points 
So we'll start with um, Sammy Hippier here. Um, 116 points total, 58 home, 58 away. I wanted to raise him here because he's got two extra clean sheets in away games. And obviously Liverpool are away to Chelsea this week. There'll be a few that are tempted to bench him because it's not considered an easy game, understandable. But I think Hippier excels when Chelsea are backs against the wall. I think him and Honcho are both very good in when Liverpool play defensive which probably is a reason why they keep more clean sheets in away games. So I think he's an interesting one to maybe consider starting this week. That could be 0-0, that Chelsea-Liverpool game. I certainly don't think there'll be more than one goal in that. Which way the goal will go, I don't know. But um, I think someone will keep a clean sheet in that game. Um, Five extra bonus points at home, though, for Hippier. He's got more key headers away and more key tackles at home. So again, I think he's just one you play every week. Um and you should get some form of points most weeks, I think, whether it's bonus, whether it's clean sheets. Um, yeah, I think he's a play every week. And then Van Nistelrooy last, 208 points total, 109 at home, 109 away. I think his away number is most surprising here because he's nowhere near as reliable for bonus away. Um, but he's obviously still doing, not that you'd bench him, but I think there's, there's a, I'd probably be in this group as well, that he's a must though, he's a captain in all home games. But obviously, away, you kind of feel like there's a better captain who's probably at home that week. Well, Van Nistel is doing exactly the same away as what he is at home. So if you've got him, he is maybe more of a, a captain every weeker rather than trying to pick and choose weeks because he's it's pretty equal with him. Obviously, maybe not a big away game to an Arsenal or a Liverpool, but if he's away to a, a lower rep team, um, I guess he's just as likely to get points as what he is at home. So I'll take back some of my old comments on Van Nistelrooy that he's a home game bully because in our sim at least he's matching matching up home and away. Uh, so yeah, that's it this week. A bit longer one for one of my solo ones, but um, thought it was quite an interesting topic of players to that are sort of more dominant in home games compared to away or vice versa. Uh, Say so Lordy Leroy's site. All these, all this data come from there, so it's just a case of doing the right filters, and then you can work any of this stuff out yourself if you want to know more players from this list. Equally, um, so I've got, a, I've done a little bit of a sort of import, so I've got quite a lot of information if people want it. But these are the ones I wanted to touch on, just because more because of their ownership uh, and what we can expect for the second half of the year. So hopefully you find this helpful, um, and I'll catch up with you all next week. Cheers.